Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. Dude, are you in a closet right now? I'm absolutely in a closet right now. I started my Twitch career in a closet. It was a dream to be the biggest Twitch streamer in the world in a closet, but then I had to get out of the closet. I sweat no, too much in that thing. No shit. That makes sense. I mean, it's it's literally like, well, first off, the the acoustics in here are the best in my apartment. Yeah. So this is this is why I'm in here. I call it my Silly Goose Studios. This yeah, is where I'm it. at. This, I love it. Every rapper has like a studio in their closet when they're on the come up. So that's, a, that's, makes basi- sense. that's basically what I'm trying to harness whenever I'm in here. But yeah, yeah you're right. Right. it does get hot as balls in here. That's that's a fact. Yeah, um, I was living with my mom and she, for some reason, had the modem in the closet. I don't think she chose, obviously. It was an old house and Comcast or whoever chose. And so uh, to Twitch stream, you need like super good internet. I was like, well, guess I'm not going to sit in this stupid ass <laughs> closet. For Dude, you got to hours at a time. You, you got to do what you got to do. And gotta uh, make it happen. That's what we're doing right now. So yeah, this is, I've got the, I've got the, my nice apparel right here. It just keeps the sound in everything nice and tight. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it shows you're organized. You're organized in my closet's a mess. I couldn't even fit in my closet right now. There's shoes everywhere and junk. Dude, it's all good. It's all good. Luckily, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're in good shape. But yeah, I've been podcasting in here ever since the beginning. And it, it honestly, it's the same reason why I wear this ridiculous Hawaiian shirt. I just look super obnoxious. It's just, it's just like, um, Certain athletes or some, definitely not an athlete, but I'm saying certain athletes will have like a, a superstition or something that they no, need to it. get get their game face on. Mine is Hawaiian shirt, grandpa's gold chain, Silly Goose Studios in the closet. And that's it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, they, they don't talk about that much with podcasters. I mean, I'm sure somebody talks about it with podcasters, especially not YouTubers, because I feel like YouTubers, there's so many edits, like their personality is already butchered. Um, but with streamers, I've heard a lot of streamers talk about it, uh, because they often start with their setup just in their room. And then some of these streamers are making millions of dollars a year and they still just stay in their room because that's where they're comfortable. Like, no, this is where I feel good. This is where I want to, you know, I started and where I connected. So like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. You feel, you feel exposed whenever you're, whenever you're in, it's just like you got your, your lucky socks or something when you play football, right? Like I always, I always wore the same, well, it was two pairs of socks, actually one, one black Nike and then one white Nike. That was a little bit taller. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Yeah. 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 I have it. Yeah. I always got like reggae music before I'm going into a podcast. Like, yeah, I got, I got similar things. You got to get in the, listen, I want to, I want to, I'm, I'm big on this. I'm big on not necessarily superstitions, but more on like rituals. So even, even now, especially like working, I mean, I've always worked from home, but people are thinking like other people are working from home, looking for tips and things like that. And I need this, this ritual that I go through. I need a lot of light. I need, I need some caffeine. I need actually, I put on Netflix in the background, like a, a a nature documentary. I I, I keep the sound down. And I, I, but, but it just seeing it in the background, seeing the big colors and everything, it just puts me in a good mood. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And just building schedule. I've never, I, I haven't really thought about it because I've pretty much only worked for myself. I worked for a commercial gym a little bit, but even while I worked at a commercial gym, I was running my own personal training facility. So I had to like schedule both, but it's a whole new world. I talked about this, uh, on one of my podcasts with this, uh, human behavior specialist and humans, the normal human. I guess the average human sure. uh, has never had to make their own schedule ever. When you're three years old, your mom is wiping your butt and feeding you. Then you go to school and your school determines this time when you, you know, you're, you're, you're in at eight, you're out at three. And then your parents are telling you, you got to go play basketball or, or you got to go to band camp or whatever. And then you're in college. And though you sign up for your own schedule, you're not making your own schedule really. Right. And then what do you do right after that? You go get a freaking nine to five and you're working Monday through Friday. You've never had to set your own schedule. And now 
whatever it is in America, 10 million people are unemployed. The other, who knows how many millions are working from home. Like, how are they going to get stuff done? Like, I'm the same thing. I'm, I'm a big ritual guy. I, 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 again, I don't know if it's superstition either. It's just like habits, I guess. And so, yeah, same thing. Any work I hate to do, I do it first in the day. I hate emails. I hate businessy type things. I hate finances. I hate it all. I do all that. I like to stream. I like to podcast. I like to YouTube. I set that all up at three in the clock afternoon. I can do that when I'm tired. I can do that when I'm not, et cetera, et cetera. But these four other people, yeah, they're going to be stuck. They're just going to be grumpy and grow a beard and look like a bum like me. <laughs> and then they also like, you know, some other other guys are not like us, but they have kids and other responsibilities yeah. and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and yeah. it's, it's, it can be, it can be even tougher, but yeah, I think I, I'm big also on momentum. So, so what you said, like emails and things like that, like I start out with like reading or something, but something that is a very small hump to get over. And it, it helps me build momentum. Like, okay, I did a little bit of something. And then that carries over into the next task. Are you yeah, yeah, somewhat yeah. like that? A little bit. Um, I don't know, dude. I, I don't, I don't have struggle like working in momentum. I struggle. I don't know. I, I, I say that I'm like the hardest working lazy person in the world. Cause I don't like to work, but I think I hate to work so bad. It's the same like idea of like hating failure so bad. Like you win. Like, it's not like I love, you know, I, I just will do it because I want to get it out of the way. And I have so much anxiety if I don't get my emails done or if I don't like yes. do this or that. So it's just like sitting on my neck. So in that terms, I like, I feel like I'm like emotionally forced to work. Um, but I do think a flow is needed for sure. Um, and, and for some people, I think it is what you said. Like, uh, you can't just like dive into like the deep, deepest creative work as soon as you wake up. That's for sure not... And lucky for me, I guess right now, like I have a team with a lot of things I do a little bit. And so like my creative works bouncing ideas or it's a random text when it comes to me. I don't like, I, don't, I guess I don't know what a normal job's like, but I'd imagine <laughs> a normal job, you have to sit down and you're like, all right, I have this project I have to create. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have that. So I don't really, I can't, I got zero advice for those people. I'm sorry, you're more creative than me, but my stuff's just random text when it comes to me rather than, yeah, I'm going to sit down for an hour and come up with this idea. Like that's never going to work. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. I want to know, I guess I can kind of, yeah, it introduce you a little bit, but what are you into right now? Like what, what, what's going on in your life right now? Man, the whole world's crumbling and I'm figuring it out. So I, uh, my name's <laughs> yeah. Mike. I, uh, work, I guess in the <laughs> fitness world, uh, strength and conditioning, powerlifting is kind of my background. Um, I like to create content. That's kind of just what I fell into around 2011 and 12 with podcasts and YouTube. Uh, so I've kind of done that for the last, whatever year it is now, eight, nine years. Um, so yeah, podcast, YouTube, Twitch stream. Uh, I do some coaching and stuff on the side. Uh, I have a couple businesses that were foundationally in the works until the world exploded. And so right at this moment, I'm controlling what I can control and I can create content. So I'm creating content. That's um, it, man. When did you, when, sorry to cut you off. When did you get into the streaming stuff? Cause I know you're big into that now and it's just like, I want to, I've never, I haven't talked to anybody super hardcore into it. Um, but yeah, let's talk about it. So I played video games my whole life. Um, and I followed it a little bit on YouTube when I was younger, kind of the 18 through 23 year old stage. And I think I had like a midlife crisis really early or even a quarter life crisis. <laughs> I started just, and I guess it's kind of normal, but I was like, 21 dropped out of college and just felt like a bum. And I started beating myself up emotionally about it. It's like, man, dude, you gotta stop playing video games and drinking energy drinks and you gotta go get a life, right? How so old are you now? I'm 31. I'm 31. There we go. Okay. So I stopped all that stuff, uh, although I was super into it. It was a part of my life. Like, I do think it fits with athletics a little bit because, like, you go so hard and then, like, how do you unwind? Like, well, you just chill and play video games. So, 
Um, I took like a five year break, but again, when I was like 26, 27, I started to like have a job ish. Uh, at least I didn't have to worry about like food on my table. Um, I started picking up again and I started watching Twitch, which is a, a streaming platform owned by Amazon. Um, back in the day, it was called Justin TV. I don't know how many listeners are old or creepy out there and into the internet, but it was a weird website. I used we to watch that randomly. We got yeah, a couple, don't weird. worry. Yeah. Dude, if you've been on Justin TV, you're a weirdo and I love it. There I remember some weird. It's I, weird. I hear people talking about it, other other streamers, <clears throat> YouTubers, things like that. Yeah. Some people would just sit there. Like people would just sit there and talk or like sing. And there were some video games, but not as much. So then Amazon bought that, made it more of a, a video game platform. And now it's a little bit of both. People do podcasts on there. Uh, some some of my friends work out on there. A lot of powerlifters are working out on there. Shout out to like Ben Rice and Bryce Lewis, I think, started doing it. And then, uh, so I started watching that again, Call of Duty, YouTube, and some guys like that. Um, and I figured like, man, I enjoy creating content. Um, I don't know how entertaining I am, but I guess we'll find out. So I just started and I'm, and I'm okay at games. I'm not a pro or anything, but I'm, I'm not like a slump. So, um, on and off for like three, four years, I guess I've been Twitch streaming. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's amazing. I remember dude, whenever, um, and so now it's funny that it's all coming back around modern warfare. It's like, I yeah. grew up Xbox 360. Um, so I'm, I'm 26, so I'm close to you. Uh, but yeah, I grew up with, with call of duty Four modern warfare and it was religion, dude. We, yeah screw going outside screw hanging out with friends in person we were going to hang out online or or my favorite was whenever we would bring like three or four tvs in the same yeah, room so dude so have fun. energy drinks have food stay up all night playing call of duty 4 typically we play like hardcore search and destroy or something and then be those guys yeah. who are in the same room. Hey, he's behind the barrel over there <laughs> you, yeah you know yeah what I'm yeah and we then, do that every friday uh basketball <laughs> games at, in high school were uh tuesday friday in my league and every friday the game would probably end at like eight or nine at night and then like half the team would just roll to my house and we just set up the tvs and start playing halo or call of duty or Dude, whatever was going on yeah so it's fun. the best it's it is it is good and, and man uh i had a uh, uh i was on my buddy andy's podcast and he he brought up a po- uh, something i never thought about he's like um i think video games are like therapy for dudes the conversations you'll have while you're playing video games and zoned out, like you would never have regularly. I never thought about that. I'm like, you're right, dude. Cause I'm playing video games with like the same five guys. Like mm. now that I'm streaming sometimes six hours a day. And so we'll just pass the time. We'll start talking about your brother or your, you know, your issues or your job or your goals, or I'm never going to sit on a couch. That's what podcasting is cool too. But otherwise yeah. you're not going to sit on a couch with your buddy. Like, yo, Jimmy, what are your aspirations? You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it's just weird. Uh, but when right. you're gaming and you're just kind of like brain dead, it's, it's cool. No, absolutely. I mean, obviously there's going to be some dick jokes and things like that thrown Tons. around in there, the majority, but then occasionally you're, you're going to get onto a, some type of uh, a more serious topic or things yeah. like that. And you're, you're absolutely right. It's just like, if I would, if I would send you a DM, like, Hey Mike, you want to come talk on the phone for an hour and just, you know, hang out. Yeah, you, I would honestly say, no, I would uh, never answer my I phone. Would, I would expect that, you know, but yeah. then I'm like, Hey, let's podcast. It could be mutually beneficial for both of us. We can have yeah. a good conversation. You know, it's just like, it, it changes the game. And yeah, with Twitch, it's, just a different uh, uh, platform, basically. Yeah, 100%. And my Twitch is fairly small in the scheme of things, right? Like yesterday, a new game launched and some guys had 100,000 people tuning in live. I have 50 people tuning in live. But it's cool too, though, because then we're talking, like you just said, I think it was yesterday, the day before, we had 50 people. I'm just playing Call of Duty, messing around. And we start talking about like if true love is real or like <laughs> unconditional love. And like the chat, I don't know these people, man. But, but I mean, I know their, na- I know their screen names because they hang out every day. And I know a little bit about some of them. I know where they live maybe or what they do their age like little pieces of these people but it's just a screen name on my thing and we're talking about is true love one true love lust unconditional love we're talking all these things i'm like 
Yeah, that's cool. We're, we're like in your re- regular life, people are stuck right now, especially right now. They have, they don't have anything to like contemplate. My, my poor mom, she hasn't seen a human in four weeks. She's just stuck at home. You know, like people people need some some connection and 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 something to grab right now. Yeah, dude, it's real shit going on. And yeah, you're right. Right now, more than ever, it's like sure we're 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 social distancing, but we're also uh basic, we're trying to socially connect as well, yeah. and we're doing that through social media with with the internet. Luckily. Could you imagine going through this shit like 40 years ago? It'd be like so how, scary. You know how terrible it yeah. would be? What are we going to do? It'd be so scary. It would be so scary. I mean, there's no, right? Like TV, they can't make new shows, right? I think Hollywood shut down. Basically. You'd be watching reruns yes. on like three different channels. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There are like 20 movies in a row. Like there's nothing. Yeah, it would be really scary. No, it, it would be, be It would be. I would, I would go insane for sure. Like video games are the only thing keeping me breathing right now. No gym, no nothing. How do you feel when, how do you feel when people, uh, because like you said, you, you, you like to wind down with video games. It's kind of like escapism or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever feel bad that like you're, um, because of course video games kind of has that stigma of just being a waste of time, quote unquote. It's like, sure. do, you, do you, what do you feel like? Do you wish that you took up reading or, you know, something yeah, more yeah. quote unquote productive than video games? A hundred percent because like with me in particular, like uh, I get that question all the time, whether it's like random girl you're talking to or people on the internet like, oh, what's like the last book you read or something like, dude, I don't read. I really don't read. Uh, I blame it. And, and you can self, I'm, I'm big into therapy. I've been in therapy my whole life. I can self justify and cruise along however I want. But I think the truth is, is I don't enjoy it. Um, I, I don't get relaxed by it. Uh, and unless I'm I'm specifically learning something, I just can't do it. My ADHD kicks in and I just go insane. I get so uncomfortable. I feel like my skin's itching and I can't sit still. So for me, video games uh, are what we just said. I think it's a way for me to build community. I think it's a way for me to create content, which I think is like a skill I have to kind of connect people and build the communities. Um, and then right now, it definitely is a, a escapism. And I don't think, again, I'm no, I'm no medical professional by any means. <laughs> yeah. But I, in times like this, I think that some escapism probably can be healthy. Um, you know, you can't, you can't go through your life and just head on bash every issue we have. That's not healthy. Right. Then you just become an asshole. Like right. You cannot just take every little issue and, and punch it in the teeth. Uh, sometimes you have to just suck it up and go through and, and if I could change myself perfectly, would I allow myself to read a little bit? Yeah, probably. Like, uh, probably. Do I love that I'm a degenerate that drinks Diet Coke and plays video games on the internet? No, but you know, I, I love myself. So here we are. Dude, but like why? It's just, it, it's just like, why is, I think it's just the stigma of that being a degenerate type of thing to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're not, you're not hurting anybody. Also, you could be benefiting yourself and other people that you're connecting with and then potentially, uh, uh, you know, you use it uh, to, to maybe one day more, be more of like a business venture as well as a, a passion that you enjoy doing just on a regular basis. So it's just like, who the yeah, fuck's to say? I, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can, you can break down anything and it's all, and as, as a lot of us know during this time, the, the world did it to us, but like everything's like a luxury, right? Mm. Like you can say like me lifting weights for a 600 pound deadlift is stupid. And, and like, at the end of the day, like, you're probably right. Like, does any human on earth need to deadlift 600 pounds? No. Like we have machines, we have technology, like we don't need to do that anymore. So like, that's a waste of space also, really, if you want to be like that. But, um, we have to stay sane. We have to stay healthy. We have to build communities. We have to find our niche. We have to let out our energies, however we are. And like you said, yeah, I think, I think building the community for others, um, other people like, you know, lost their jobs and everyone's just stuck at home. Like, 
would it be more healthy or less for them to sit on a couch and just cry all day, like, or be sad or like beat themselves up because they lost their job and can't do anything? Or would it be a little bit better if they hopped into an idiot with a mullets chat on Twitch and, and wanted to talk about true love? Like, I, I think that's a little bit better. Um, but yeah, you're right. I don't know really why the stigma came about because how many people are, are just binging the crap out of Netflix right now? Oh, like, yeah. That's just as bad. Like, how even, even I would argue, like, if you're just reading to read all day long to lose your brain, it's the same escapism. Like, mm. are you, are certain, you know, all the, the boomers out there are going to yell at me, well, this part of your brain is activated when you're <laughs> reading versus watching TV. Like, sure, sure. That's great and dandy. But again, you can even root that down. Like, who cares at this point, right? Yeah. Like, you can get a lot of perspective from death in life and you get a lot of perspective from a world emergency, which no one has ever dealt with ever. Right. Right. And do the thing with books too. And I found myself doing it as well. It's, it's a lot of, um, oftentimes you can fall into the trap of like productive procrastination. And also it's just mental masturbation. You're just re- yeah. like, it feels good. Yeah. To read yeah. certain things You're like, Oh my God, this is great. This is, but it's just like, unless you, act upon it or it somehow enhances your life in some way practically it's just like what's the difference between that and laughing your ass off at killing one of your friends on call yeah, of duty or something nothing. you know what i'm saying it's nothing like- even even just to, about what we do like podcasting is like my, one of my main platforms like for some reason people say like oh i listen to podcasts and that kind of has like a pinky up thing like yeah. oh you're learning like there's trash out there there's people that have nothing to say with no experience uh, and it's pure entertainment, if not actual garbage. But yeah. for some reason, podcasts are are like uh, the, the intellectual man's radio all of a sudden in 2020. We're like, what? It, depending on who you listen to, not everyone's listening to TED Talks, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. No, that, that's 100% true. You're right. It does. It also, we yeah, have podcasts like, oh, I'm a podcast listener. So you're just like, uh, you're, you're upper middle class and you're, yeah. you're, putting, you're like pompous. Uh, uh, you listen to the radio or you play video yeah. games and Netflix? Spotify? Yeah, let's yeah. shut up, dude. Oh, wow. You don't do anything while you're doing laundry? That's weird. You've got to yeah. learn during that time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, dude, that was like a thing. I feel like three, four years ago, like I've been podcasting before I I even literally knew what podcasts were. And then all of a sudden, yeah, like four years ago, I saw every quote unquote influencer talk about it. Like manage your time better. I listen to podcasts where I'm folding my laundry. Like shut up, dude. You're not better than me. I've never listened to a podcast in my damn life. I've been been like top five on all these stupid podcast rankings. I've listened to Joe Rogan once on a car <laughs> drive that's it i don't listen to podcasts i don't know anything about anything uh that's amazing it's yeah no you're you're absolutely right um you, you need to uh, I'm big into so I, I I do listen to Rogan. I'm a you know 26 white male. I'm here. Uh, this is a uh, Rogan. I'm a Rogan <laughs> right, listener. Yeah, right in that category. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, I really want to hunt. I don't know why. I just got a bow and arrow. I need. I got a bow hunt. I got to eat elk and I got to yeah. take DMT. That's a hundred percent. Yeah, I need to head down to Peru. I think I got great ayahuasca this season. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, man, it's just. It is weird, but you, uh, so Theo Vaughn, I don't know if you know the yeah. stand-up comedian, dude, he, yeah. cause he's got the mullet as where he calls it the gender neutral haircut. That's yeah. that it's, yeah. it's the best thing I I've ever heard. I think mine's nicer to be honest. So, uh, Bart, uh, Bart Kwan, the owner of Bart oh, Brigade, yes. Yes. is a good friend of mine and he's had Theo on his show. Oh shit. No way. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, bro, like we need a bullet showdown. I, said, <laughs> well, I think he's had it longer than me. Cause he probably is kind of hick. I think he's from new Orleans or something. Yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. 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 But I've had the mullet now for like three years. This is, this is legitimate. I, I'm no faker. I'm not sure. I know he's definitely got you beat on the accent. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. I can't fake it. I'm from Northern California. Okay. You're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine's a hipster mullet. 100%. You said you, know? you got the modern mullet. I like that. Yeah. 
yeah, it's, cool. it's modern. It's not so country. Yeah, I was born in Portland, but pretty much raised in Sacramento. I, I have no hick about me. My, my family's a bunch of ranchers in Argentina, if that counts. But that's, otherwise, that's fair. You got a little credit there, I guess. Something. I've never. Yeah, I don't do any of that. You go. You go down there to the to to Louisiana. So I'm Lexington, Kentucky. So I'm still oh, like okay. I'm yeah. still considered the South, even though I'm like right in the middle. Basically, you don't sound like it though. I, I've. You know what? It depends on who I'm around. So my whenever I'm whenever I'm and I think it's also from listening to com- conversations of podcasts or just smarter people, basically. Yeah, yeah. And and where I speak so much through content or whatever, I've been able to kind of practice and get out of that. Um, so but some Kentucky folk. Oh my yeah. God, that's yeah, what I'm saying. So, it out. <laughs> so my dad didn't go to college, and he's uh, he owns his own auto body shop. He's been working on cars for the past like 35 years of his life, and he is complete hick and that's what so i used to go there over the summers and and just sweep basically clean up the the body shop and the guys that he the 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 mountain men that have crawled out of the hills to come work there i'm telling you man they can fix the shit out of a car but other than that they aren't doing dick i promise yeah. you they, they you can't understand them that's like <laughs> i went to new orleans once i've been to kentucky a little bit my dad's from cleveland which isn't too okay. far but they don't really have that much of an accent they have kind of like a weird slur in between like a, a diluted New York or a diluted yes. Chicago, but nothing crazy. Um, but New Orleans are some of the accents I've, I, I, I swear one of the guys at my hotels I was checking in, I couldn't understand him. I didn't <laughs> know what language he was speaking. It was the wildest thing. I was like, yeah, this is a culture shock for me because this is wild. Dude, it is. It's, it's great, man. It, it's, but like I said, yeah, whenever I'm at the body shop and around his, his workers and things, it just naturally comes out more. It's just like, it's just like my body naturally adapting and being a chameleon around the people yeah, that yeah. I'm around. But if I'm, you know, speaking to you or speaking on a podcast, I want to make sure that I fluently, uh, uh, accentuate and articulate all of my yeah. words to the fullest possible, you know, it's just, but then around them, I'm just, it, it fucking all comes out. But, but yeah, man, it's, That's it's wild. interesting. It is. It it's, is. I've, I've never Boston been to Boston. I've never been to California. Where you got to come out. California's I'm, cool. I'm, I'm California's trying to come cool. check it out. I'm trying to yeah, come it's see very, it. It's, it's super varied, I think. That's like one of the biggest, I don't know why it's a pet peeve to mine or I really shouldn't bother me at all, but everyone just thinks I live in LA and everyone thinks there's beaches everywhere. And I say like, I'm like, man, I'm cool. I, 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 I wear a hoodie a lot. They're like, bro, you live in California, Stacey. <laughs> like, dude, I drive half an hour and it's pouring snow. Yeah. Like half an hour, they held the Winter Olympics an hour from me. I don't right. live in LA. I don't live in San Diego. Like, I'm six hours north of that. It's a very big state. So yeah. it's very, the type of people, you know, like we have some very questionable people up here too, but we, we're not like a bunch of just like, you know, typical blonde, whatever Hollywood type folk. Like we, we have different things going on up here. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. How do, how do people, um, cause the reason why I wanted to, uh, I was so excited to have you on is one, I just think that I've, I've, followed you for, for quite some time now back with, uh, you know, Mark Bell and slingshot and everything for, uh, for a while, but how have people, how do people respond? Cause you're very, you, right. Yeah. You're very Mike. And so yeah. with, with the video games and with all the, the extracurricular shit that you do, that isn't fitness. That's what I always worry about with my shit, because it's yeah. just like, this it's called the more than fitness podcast i've had that whatever slogan whatever the fuck you want to yeah. call it for a while but it's just i've always had so many more interests other than fitness but i i you worry because you hear all these gurus or something like if if you don't talk about fitness or if you go outside of that box or whatever people are going to tune you out and they're not sure. gonna so how would people kind of uh, uh how do people react to the the shit that you do yeah i don't know you know i i uh <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what people think of me. I, I do agree. I always just try to be myself. I always have. Um, 
there's different levels to me, but I'm always me. Um, I think if I was to be a business mentor to you right now, I'd probably say like, yeah, those gurus might be right. Um, if you want to make the most amount of money, make the most impact and all these dumb words, all these people use all the time, you probably do want to stick to like a very niche thing. Um, if you want to now, this is Mike, who's not a guru and I'm just a dude with sitting at my desk right now. Uh, I think if you want to make the most connection with humans, the most change, uh, the most entertainment, help the most people, you have to you have to be you. Um, I don't enjoy talking about sets and reps anymore. Mm. I've been in the fitness industry 12 years. I've created content for eight. I, c- I can't even estimate the amount of hours and, and interviews I've done. But I don't care. You know, no offense to all you people and no offense to you, but I don't care why you started lifting. You know, do I want to help you? Sure. Do I want to give information and help some people? Sure. But I don't, I don't want people's random origin story. I don't care if you do sets of four instead of sets of six. And I don't give a crap why you do that. It doesn't, yeah. you know, like science is kind of caught up in strength and conditioning. There's still, still more we can learn, but there's a lot of things people know and you can find that out and you can find that out through some of my content for sure. Um, but I'd rather just like share me. And if you like me, cool, man. If you want to hang out, cool, man. And, and uh, if I can entertain or educate you along the way, that's great. But um, that's probably why I'm not as popular as I maybe could be. I don't say controversial shit. Um, I'm, a lot of life is gray area. So I teach the gray area. I'm not black and white on things. I'm not going to just say something just to get some likes. I'm not going to do something to get some likes besides maybe a stupid dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and the truth is those gurus are probably right, but they, they just speak from a business standpoint. I think five years down the road, if you do that, you probably won't enjoy what you're doing anymore. And then you're going to fade out like everyone else. Bro, how many people went try to go from Instagram to YouTube in 2016? And then how many people still have put out a video a week for the last five years? Nobody. Like, if you're not doing what you enjoy, you're never gonna you're never gonna make it. Yeah, no, that, I think that makes that makes a lot of sense, and that's what I've that's what I've been trying to. Uh, uh, and I, I follow people like you and I follow, uh, there's, there's plenty of other people in the industry that are very much themselves, but then also they, they, out, they add value through being themselves and topping talking about these certain topics via their own worldview and how they, how they see things and then their own, your own entertaining way. Right. So I think that that is, that's value in itself. And I've tried to bleed those two together, mesh those two together of, what that business guru says, like the things that we know that can advance the business forward and things. Cause at the end of the day, I still got to pay bills and shit 100%. like that. But then also I don't want to hate, like I want to be able to sit in this closet and talk to you for an hour, yeah, and, yeah. like enjoy my day, make content about just random shit, make a random dance video. Like you're at the club on your Instagram and just like have fun. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, yeah, yeah you do, you do a good job of that. And it's just, yeah, I think there's a couple, you know, Alan Thrall is a really good friend of mine. Someone I look up to and respect in, in so many ways. Cause Alan Thrall is Alan Thrall. Like he's not faking it. And, and a lot of his, his, his uh, videos are very educational, but he loves training. He loves training and he loves coaching people and he loves helping people. And then some of the stuff, I don't know if you've seen his latest one, but he made like a, a CBD joke uh, video and it's hilarious and there's no education there. And, but it's still so Alan Thrall. So I think, uh, like you said, I think there's ways to um, stay in the lines of not being reckless and, and going broke. Um, but then there's obviously the opposite of that is like selling out. And that's just something I've, I've never will want to, or I purposely maybe even think about it too much. Like, is that a sellout move? Like, I'm not going to do that. Right. Where other people will do anything for money and I'm just not that down. 
Yeah, well, you, got, you got to check yourself, right? You got to, yeah. you have to have that devil's advocate in you. Like, am I doing this because I genuinely want to put this out there? Or am I doing it because I think it's going to get likes and clicks, but it's also not really me. Yeah. Yeah. And we have little of those decisions to make every single day, like day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. And, and a lot of people can, can say whatever they want. The truth is until you're in that position where you're saying no to decent money for making a decision or two, it's difficult. And me and Omar talk about that a lot. Um, another guy who's just 1000% don't they do his fucking 2020s wearing a bandana, you know, like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's very much himself. And I, I love that guy to death, but, um, he talks about a lot, like everyone's talking shit on this or this supplement or this sponsorship or until you get that email that has a couple of zeros behind it saying, Hey, post this product. I'm sending you this check. Uh, until you say yes or no to that. Um, it's really easy to critique others. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's, uh, that is, that's very true. It's, it's very hard to, uh, um, to, to make that decision whenever you're you're looking for your next paycheck or you're looking for yeah. rent for next month. And then you've got this supplement company right here that you don't really believe in or know dick about. And they're like, hey, we'll pay you this if you throw it up there on your feed. And you're <laughs> like, dude, I got to make some decisions here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's real life stuff. So yeah, it is difficult. But how 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 far in advance... Are you much of like a, a of a, like a planner or anything like that? Like five years ago, would you expect you were doing this, or do you do you have like a year long plan or any shit like that? I got nothing, dude. I got nothing. I, I try it. to be organized. I think that's probably my next step when this mess is over and the economy's kicking a little bit. My next step is probably to hire someone to organize me. Um, again, I can self justify and say like, oh, I'm a creative and I have ADHD and that's why I'm not organized, or it might just be because I'm lazy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff's by the whim, man. I. Uh, me and Jim McDee are texting today, uh, you know, like, yo, what should we talk about? <laughs> we got a podcast after this. Like, I don't know, dude. We'll see. Uh, a lot of that's just how it goes. And, and bigger picture career-wise, yeah, I don't know, man. And, and some of that's some guru stuff too. I'll let filter into me. People say like, if you have a <laughs> – people say the dumbest shit, but it does make sense. I don't know why it makes me laugh. I think because everyone tries to be so hardcore and motivational, <laughs> it just makes me laugh and becomes cringy. But some of it's true. Uh, some quote by some guru, I don't know, says like, if you have a plan B, your plan A will never work. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm self-justifying it because I'm too lazy to make a plan B, but I ain't got one. Like my plan B is I'll go coach people in person, right? Like I have a skill. <laughs> I coach people. Like that's my plan B fallback if the world explodes. Um, but A hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I mean, eight years ago, Jim McDee asked me to be on a podcast. I said, "Yeah, man, I, I, I'll talk into a microphone," and and here I am. Yeah, eight yeah, years yeah. Later, yeah, I just run with it. Uh, I try to evolve. I try to spread my content. I try to make better content. I try to grow inside and outside. And otherwise, I got no idea, man. I got no clue. Well, well, clearly, clearly, it's work. I think it's if I think it's like if you have a plan B. It only distracts from plan A or something yeah, like that. Yeah, some yeah. bullshit like that. Yeah. Which it, it makes some sense to me, right? Like if you're so if you're so scared to dive into your plan A, right. yeah, it, maybe it's not for you. Uh, and I'm scared. Uh, I'll admit that too. I've had other conversations with other people that live this lifestyle, and I've told them like, yeah, man, I've thought about quitting this whole thing. Like, is it time to get a real job? I probably go through that thought process every six months. Like, man, mm. this is scary. Like, because you are regardless, you're kind of paycheck to paycheck, right? There's no right. one, no boss man sending me money, right? Like, right. If the company didn't do well, I don't get paid. If the videos don't do well, we don't get exposure. If the channel doesn't grow, we don't hit a new audience. Like these things are all, I, I have almost zero control over in some ways. Whereas some people now are, are working at home, probably being way less productive, but that same paycheck's coming mm -hmm. in, right? Yeah. So I am scared. Yeah, I'm scared. But, uh, you know, you just 
fucking go, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you, that's what I kind of wanted to get to is, is how do you, whenever you, because I've, I've found that it ebbs and flows too. There's waves of just fucking everything, right? Yeah. But it's just like with this of being scared, it's just like whenever those, those fears do come up, you're like, maybe I should get a job or whatever. Like what is, what's that transitory moment? Like, is something happen? like something good ends up happening and you're like, fuck, okay. I'm, I, yeah. you build that self-belief, you build a little bit of momentum and you're going again. Yeah. What do you know, think? Dude. Yeah, I don't know. I, I had the same conversation again with my therapist and I was talking about investments and starting new businesses and what I do. And and with her, obviously, it's a, it's a therapy relationship. So I was super open. I was like, yo, I have this much money to spend or I lost this much money two years ago on this thing that failed. Like, what do you think? And she yeah. just kind of looked at me and she has been a therapist. She runs her own company like she's her own counseling company or whatever, but kind of looked at me like, man, you're pretty fearless. And I was like, <laughs> I'm fearless or stupid. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I think that like my dad worked really hard. Uh, he worked a normal job. You'd work overtime. He was a salesman. Um, but he was very intelligent, very good with people. You text me or email me about your grandpa kind of sound. My dad was super, you talk to anybody and he would talk to anybody. He, he always just said like, man, money comes and goes. And, and not that he was reckless with it. He was very like good and, and kind of frugal actually. But he always said that. And so I'm like, yeah, I guess like make money, spend money, spend money, make money. I, I don't know who gives a shit time to roll, you know? So it, either it's going to work and I'm going to hit it. I'm going to find a way to survive. And it, when this thing fails, I'll start this new thing. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I think a lot of people probably the fear is right now, right? Like they lost their job or, or their company's not doing as well because what 90% of our jobs really aren't essential. Like even right. what's open, not to get political, but like what's open right now is not essential. Like yeah. the weed stores all over yeah. California are open. Liquor stores. By, there's weed stores with <laughs> yeah. lines out the door and yeah. we're having like a pandemic. Like what the hell is going on? When did marijuana? And I understand for maybe the medical, I'm talking recreational. Sure. Marijuana is open right now. Yeah. Like how is that essential in any space? And I'm not <laughs> against marijuana. I'm all for whatever you want to do, but yeah. I don't, that's not an essential piece of life unless right. you're sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right, like everything open right now is not essential. But when we talk about essentials, right, like doctors, some food, maybe some state workers to keep my water running, that's about mm-hmm. it. All of our jobs are not essential. Yeah. Right? Not that we don't have impact or reason, but right, it's not essential. And so I think a lot of people are probably very scared right now. Uh, and I wish I had good advice. My advice is just keep going, man. Just keep going. Find something new or, or, or work harder at the thing you're doing. That's, that's, those are the two things. You double down on what you're doing or you find something new. Yeah. I think that that's, that it, it's a gut check time for a lot of people. And I hate to be that guy. It's like, oh, it's time to fucking, you know, strap up and be hard, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and I get it that there's real shit going on, but also what other choice do you have besides innovate, like do something new? Like you got to make money somehow. You got to find another job. You got to make a new product. You got to do your own thing. You got to figure out something. So it's going to be gut check time for a lot of people. Like, Hey, let's, you got to fucking figure out something. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's a, a gut check and an ego check for a lot of people. Maybe you're a manager over here, but you might have to go to Amazon, work the warehouse. I don't know. And I might, I look, I contemplated it. Uh, like again, those are thoughts that like, all right, I don't, you know, this doesn't go well. This doesn't go well. All right. I heard Amazon's hiring. Like that's in my head. Like, yeah. is it going to happen? I don't know. But worst case comes to worst. Like I want to take care of myself, my friends and my family. If I got to make money, I got to make money. So I do think it is a gut check time. And I'm kind of the same as you. I'm not Mr. Tough guy, mm-hmm. you know, go walk a mile in the rain just to be badass. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sometimes you just got to nut up or shut up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times I think of, um, it helps me and I'm going to, 
Tim Ferriss. So I, I do yeah. like Tim Ferriss. I listen yeah. to him. I think he's got useful shit sometimes. He's also full of shit sometimes, I think. But yeah. I do like a lot of Tim's stuff. And one of his things, is, and I know that he didn't necessarily come up with it, but fear setting. It's just like, uh, and I'm big on stoicism and, and, and that type of philosophy, but it's just like, what's the worst that could happen? I think my mind goes to that and that helped that like contrast therapy. And I'm also big into... I don't want to say I'm big into Auschwitz, but I'm big into I'm big into learning about the past, about the, sure. these terrible, evil times that just like I can put myself. It's just like, what's the hey, what's worst? That that's, book? What's that book? Meaning in Life? Uh, oh, uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Victor. Man's Search for Meaning. Yeah. I, yes. uh, I tried audio books going back to my shittiness. Uh, and that was when I could get through a little bit when I was riding my bike. I could audio book that. But yeah, I'm, I'm all for all that. Tim's a good guy, too. I mean, there's a lot of uh, we were regging gurus all day and Tim's kind of in the guru category. There's some great information yes. you can learn from a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it's just some of it's cringy and generic, but there's a lot of really smart people out there that you can learn from. And I'm the same. I'm the same. Like, yeah, what, what, what's plan? Like what, what's worst, what's worst case, like you just said, and then what's plan B, what are you going to do? Sit around and cry all day? Like uh, that's not going to pay the bills either. Yeah. No one cares. The truth is no one cares about your feelings. No one cares about your bills, but you like, <laughs> right. No, no one's going to, I could cry on YouTube all day. Like Mr. Fitness Mike can't pay his bills today. Help. But no one gives <laughs> yeah. a shit about my bills. They want me to teach them how to deadlift. Right. And, and, and then, yeah. And another thing is despite your, feelings in that moment, especially if you are a um, uh, entrepreneur or whatever, you're providing for yourself and you have to make content. Uh, Seth Golden, another whatever, quote unquote guru, <laughs> but a great writer. Uh, he, he talks about the difference between amateurs and professionals and, and talks about like, sure. And he, he has this thing about authenticity and he's like, sure, you can be authentic. And right now, what you're saying, like you want to cry, you want to whatever, have all these feelings and everything. But it's like, that's you. You need to be a professional in this moment. And despite your shittiness feelings, you're not helping anybody by crying on the internet. It's like, you need to serve your people. You need to put out content that is helpful for them. But then it also ends up, it's just like that crying and things. I think you can be relatable and add some value sure. at some extent, but if that's all you're putting out and just complaining and crying, it's just like, that's not, that's an amateur thing. That's not a professional thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's something, and that's a big content creating thing in general. It's like when to be vulnerable and when are you bitching? Uh, yes. <laughs> and there is a difference. Uh, some I tweeted a while ago and people took it the wrong way. It's tw it's Twitter, kids. There's a hundred whatever characters. You can't, I can't explain everything I'm saying there. You just yeah. say blurbs. But I said, uh, I said a lot of, a lot of people haven't played competitive or elite sports in their shows. Mm. And I clearly understand that majority of people have not played elite sports. I know how this works, right? It's elite, <laughs> yes. right? Not everybody's done it. Yeah, I, I get that. But yeah. my point was kind of the same to that. Like if I miss a layup, I play basketball my whole life. If I miss a layup because my ankle hurts or whatever, and I go tell coach, yo, my ankle hurts. I'm never playing a game. Like he's yeah. not going to put me back in that game. You don't talk that way. You don't learn that way. No one cares. Right. And if you're, if you're the best player on the team, you better be the hardest worker on the team. If you're the best player on the team, you better be the best defender on the team. If you, you better take the bumps and bruises, you better be stepping it up. And that's kind of the same thing of like being a professional, like mm -hmm. no one else cares. The team don't care. We just got a, we got a goal over here and how are we going to get to that goal? Yeah. Uh, and again, being vulnerable and all that's great. I, I talk a lot about my, you know, my different issues and emotions. Like we've already talked about here, what, what, what people deal with or don't deal with. That's cool to open a conversation and to connect. Um, but it's not cool when I'm just, you're just dumping your problems on everybody else. Yeah. At the end of the day, the shit is merit-based, right? We, we yeah. live in a capitalistic country and it is yeah. very, very real right now. It's like either you put out good shit that people are willing to pay you for, or you don't. And, yeah. and then you're going to, yeah, it's, you're, you're going to suffer that way. Uh, but I think, I think what guys like, um, maybe you and I, that the, the thing that 
gets us quote unquote ahead of of some people that maybe the uh, because there's there's people that me and you look up to like scientists and things that are really deep in the research and they're just they do want to talk about sets and reps and calories and micronutrients and biochemistry and all this shit that we go to them for information like that's great but that's not us right that's right. not our strengths our strengths are being us being our per- yeah, yeah. you know our personality like communicating with people having fun keeping things light you know what I'm saying like it's just it takes a certain type of person to keep things light and I think that in itself is a skill that we, me and you are trying to, um, uh, leverage basically for, for our brand, for our business, whatever. And I think, I think that's whatever, whatever your skill set is, like, I don't give a fuck what it is, but you like go all in on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think self-awareness has got to be number one. And that's what we're talking about. Like, uh, whether people out there are trying to start a new job or they're trying to figure out how to get through their current work or start a new company or, or whatever it is, is, is you have to understand what you're good at, what you're bad at. And either you delegate and hire you find partners or you avoid completely, uh, right? If you're really bad at explaining things or whatever, then you're probably not going to be the teaching type or the coaching type or the influencer type, whatever it might be. If you're really bad at writing, you mm-hmm. probably shouldn't be a blogger. Yeah, I'm terrible at writing or maybe not terrible. I just don't enjoy it. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like detail oriented like that. So I do videos and I do podcasts cause I can speak a little bit better than I can write. Um, and like you said, if, if you are, I mentioned earlier, my first hire, when I get through this mess is someone to keep me organized. I'm not organized. Does that mean you can't be a business owner? Or does that mean you can't work for yourself? No way. You just got to find ways around it. And if you are really organized, that doesn't mean you need a creative type to be a business owner either. Um, you can partner up with somebody or you can find where your skills can kind of plug and play. But I do agree with you. And it, it's common because social media shows all the highlights of, of being a YouTuber or whatever it might be. Everyone's driving a Ferrari, et cetera, et cetera, that everyone thinks they can do it. And the truth is you can't like you can, but not everybody's going to be <laughs> Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, you, no, you have no. to find where you fit in. And like you said, I, I, I hated school. I'm uh, very interested in, 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 in nutrition and strength and conditioning. I even like science a good amount, but I just hated school. So I'm not going to be Eric Helms. Who's, who's doing all the studies, you know, right. who's really smart and a good friend of mine. And boy, do I look up to him and learn uh, an insane amount. Um, and he's a rare case where he's charismatic, good looking, strong, and he's smart, like fuck that guy. But <laughs> you know, like we all have our own gifts, but uh, right. yeah, you just got to find where you fit and, and then fit your business around that. Yeah, man. Of course. Do you do you struggle with uh, comparison much? Like comparing yourself to those people, especially I know in YouTube game. Yeah. For some reason, I feel like YouTube and Instagram are both. They're just more. I could be wrong. Just more superficial. It just seems more like compared comparing uh, 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 prone. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too, and and I think it, it manifests in myself as becoming like a hater rather than being like sad. I turn into a hater, mm-hmm. um, and at least I'm aware of it. I guess like I know why I'm hating on people because but. It's also comes from the confidence I have in myself too. I become a hater because I'm like, man, I know I'm smarter, whatever, than that person, or oh man, I know I, I give more than that person, or I work harder, or whatever. Um, and some of that may be true. Some of it may just be my jealousy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely there. Yeah, I'm 31. I'm 31. I, I think I'm insanely self aware for my age. I think I've been mature my whole life. I've been a business owner since I was in high school. Like I, I, I've been through this stuff, and and I think it's human nature to do that. Um, and I think there's a healthy amount that can kind of mm-hmm. keep you driven and keep you wanting more and learning. A uh, big thing is, you know, you got to observe the marketplace a little bit to learn. Um, and then for sure, I can't lie. Like it's gotten unhealthy at some point where I, I get down on myself or whatever it may be. But generally speaking, I think I'm 
better off than most probably with the competitive game. You know, I'm yeah. pretty confident in what I do. I'm pretty confident in being me. Um, and, and I'm going to be me in the internet space until that runs out. And then again, we'll find a job and maybe I'll be washing windows. I don't know what I'll be doing, but right. uh, <laughs> until it runs out, yeah, I'm going to just keep being me. So I, I would never, yeah, I think it's only an issue when, when, it, when you get so down on yourself, you, you, you become unproductive. Yes. Or you change who you are. I think those are the, the, the big negatives of it. And luckily for me, it's probably made me unproductive at some point, a little bit uh, paralysis by analysis deal. Mm-hmm. But majority of the time, I don't think it's been an issue. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I get no. And of course, it's a, I say this on, I feel like probably every podcast, but it's a practice. Every day is a practice towards getting over those emotions or, or reinforcing other good feelings or practices or actions or habits or whatever that, that uh, uh, ultimately lead to the, the person that you want to become, right? Or yeah. who you deem as acceptable uh, as a life worth living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Something refinement. Like yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, it's all a little Kaizen. bit of refinement. Dude, fucking yeah, Kaizen. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, continuous improvement. That's something I learned from my, my high school basketball coach. That was like a, a, a slogan we used one year. And Yeah, you do little things every single day to get better at whatever you're trying to do, right? Um, and it's just beautiful that whatever the Japanese language has one word that describes all that and us dumbass Americans in English, <laughs> yeah. we, we need to like put it into a paragraph to describe it. But yeah, just trying to get better at, at every little aspect, better, nicer to your parents, nicer to your friends, nicer human, uh, refine your jealousy, refine. And that's a little bit of stoicism starting to get into that mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's toxic, man. It's toxic. I think, I think, I think there, we're going to have a lot of, uh, uh, mental, issues and disorders coming from social media, to be honest. I love it. It's obviously built my life. And I met a lot of, I've met some of my best friends through there. Um, and I think there's a lot of positive, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of gross stuff happening. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting in the next, uh, you know, next decade or so to see the, cause I think we're going to start getting more data and things like that on social media and the actual effects, especially on like younger children who haven't, they're just, their psyches haven't developed enough and they don't have that self-awareness, uh, like my, my self-awareness through like high school to college, like college years, especially it was just like, I, I became a completely different person as far. And I'm still even to like, if I feel like if you're not looking back in the last year or two and be like, what the fuck was I thinking? At least yeah, a couple of yeah. times, it's just like that you're not, you're not growing at the rate that you should be. For sure. Uh, yeah. It's definitely younger people because, and I say that sounding so old, but like uh, when I, when Facebook came out, I was in high school, I couldn't join Facebook. You had right. to be in college to join Facebook, right? There was, I remember the, I, I went to the premiere, my dad worked for AT&T. And so I went to the premiere in Northern California of what a smartphone was. Like there was oh, no shit. smartphones. Like yeah. I remember that, like little stuff like that, where kids these days, like, yeah, they grew up on Instagram. I remember signing up for Instagram. Another thing that goes along with that is like instant uh, satisfaction or gratification where um, people can go from nothing to a million TikTok followers in a week. Yeah, absolutely. Where like I'm lucky too in a way because I think of who I am and the content I put out, like nothing's ever exploded. Mm. Nothing's ever, the podcast kind of did in the beginning with Jim and them, but uh, I didn't look at the numbers and I wasn't aware. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know like the scale because all social media was new. We're talking 2012, Instagram came out in 2010. Podcasting didn't really become cool until 2015 or so. And so our podcast did pretty crazy numbers, but I wasn't aware of it. So I didn't care. Whereas again, like if you go on Instagram right now and you just go viral, like I can't imagine what your ego would, (laughs) it's like a little rubber band if you're young or if you're unaware, like not self-aware, if you're not mature. And so you go from having no followers to now people 
giving you money, free things, and everyone giving you a compliment every single time you post a stupid selfie, it, <laughs> it'll probably jack you up. Yeah, it'll probably jack you up. Yeah, I think it plays out a lot. Like you look at the uh, like the Paul brothers, the so Jake Paul and and, yeah, yeah. and Logan Paul. It's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know those dudes, and I've heard mixed things. Obviously, I know more about Logan. I think I say no in quotes because who the fuck do we know right. whenever it comes to these YouTubers? Yeah, because um, it's just like TV, and that's what people don't get either. Like they're trying to be all raw, and what these things are highly edited, and they're putting on a character for sure. <laughs> yeah, but you. See you've seen his kind of uh evolvement over these past few years of whenever he first started making videos and then all the shit that he went through and then now he's he's doing podcasting and things like that and he seems to um at least be 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 keeping keeping boundaries a little bit better than i guess he was uh not doing things for as much as the likes and the clicks um there's a there's a little mini documentary on youtube i forgot uh, shane dawson is that the yes. name maybe i think yeah. shane dawson did one on his brother um yes on one of the, the younger paul brother whatever that was pretty good i watched that my roommates made me watch it and i i never watch youtube i can't say less youtube video i watched so like oh let's watch that and that that like again it is an edited video and a documentary isn't science for all right. those people out there watching these nutrition documentaries like it's just another biased take it's a no it's a movie right it's yeah. another youtube video yeah but he seems to be pretty grounded in that thing um but who knows yeah you just never know and you and i've met a lot of people that have big followings and a lot of them suck they they're not charismatic in person they're not smart in person they're yeah, not man. nice in person um and some of them are you know the barquans and and his wife geo like they're some of the most genuine hardworking people in the world. So th th there are good, good people that have ended up on YouTube, but even him, like his, his growth is like random. He's been doing U YouTube for 14 years. I think there is something to that chipping away, chipping away, not only for your own personal satisfaction to, to, to really soak up the journey and, and it proves you enjoy what you're doing, mm -hmm. but also on the effect it would have on your ego. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you know like, that's why I think athletes and, and kind of movie stars even, or, or some of these people are so different, right? Like Michael Jordan put thousands upon thousands of hours on the court getting better. And now all of a sudden you put one, you know, you bash your head through a wall and you're famous on YouTube. Like, yeah. It's yeah. such a different journey <laughs> yeah. and a different type of human yeah. uh, that gets that kind of success, but they might have the same kind of response from the world, right? Right. Like, fame, attention, et cetera. Right. It's fucking strange times, man. It's weird, dude. It's, it's weird. a it's a very weird time. I've backed away from a little bit uh, in terms of just like collaborations or whatever. Like I still talk to all the homies. I talk to Bart Nomar almost daily. I just did a podcast with like the YouTube YouTube of of strength conditioning with Alan Thrall and Omar Bryce Krawcheck. I don't know if you know him and Johnny Candido, and it was awesome. And those guys are all really cool. But I used to do like the Arnold and all this stuff, and you'd be surrounded by like this Instagram buzz, and it's just. I'd sit there sometimes like out of body experience, like I don't belong here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I need to be yeah. go back. That's why Twitch is kind of cool. Twitch is kind of cool. I feel like, cause it's like just a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Like there are probably some people there to get like money and fame now because it's more popular. But in generally speaking, the guys that are really big on Twitch have just been in a closet streaming video games for 10 years. And now yeah. all of a sudden have a lot of money, you know? So they're fucking geeky. They're kind of, some of them are funny cause they're like bros or whatever, but like, yeah, it's just like a different crowd, I feel like, than would be – the fitness industry is just kind of toxic. And people are like, oh, every industry is toxic. You're just saying that because you're a hater and your Instagram hasn't grown. Like, no. Like, think of the type of person that just wants to be naked all day on Instagram and get money for that. Yeah. Think of the type of human, the type of, you know, 
narcissistic type traits that would want to be famous for that. Right. right? It, it brings in a different type of crowd. Um, yeah. You've got, you've got, you've got fitness modeling or pornography where those three yeah. would be basically acceptable. Yeah, that's it. And even <laughs> acting like sure. Some people really enjoy acting and like creating skits and movies that have probably made it. But a lot of people that, you know, the stereotypical move to Hollywood to get famous type, like they're the same too. Like you just want money and fame for kind of doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, I, I'm guilty. Like I want, I wanted to go to Hollywood growing up. I wanted to be an actor. Like I went to, I went to art school my whole life. I wanted to act. I enjoyed it. I had the smallest taste with a couple movie producers or TV producers. And oh, I'm like, shit. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want, I don't like this. Damn. <laughs> this That's is cool. not a good, this is not fun. You're not nice. <laughs> I don't want to spend my days well, with you. At, at least you were, at least you weren't, um, you know, hypnotized by the, by the fame that much to where you thought like, Oh, well, even if I just ignore that shittiness of these people, I can still be famous one day. Yeah. But yeah. then you would be trapped in that, in that little bubble that I feel like so many actors and actresses are because they yeah. need work. Uh, Macaulay Culkin, he's yeah. fucking weird. Uh, but I read an interview with him recently, uh, and he has who knows what kind of rumors going on. But I'm pretty sure the interview, and don't quote me, but it's something like he's like, Yeah, I stopped taking roles because I like didn't want to be famous. Like, I really like acting, and mm. so like I did like some indie films or whatever. He's like, I really liked acting, but I didn't like paparazzi, I didn't like the money, I didn't like the people I'm dealing with. So he, he just he ruined his own career kind of on purpose. He had offers because he just kind of like disappeared, you know? Right. I think he I think he like ruined his own career kind of because he didn't want that anymore. I get that. I was like, bro, that's cool. Like I'm a Macaulay Culkin fan now, I guess. Yeah, no, man. I would I would much rather be I would much rather be rich and unknown than like famous and just like make pretty good money. You know that's what I'm a would you rather me and my buddies did a couple weeks oh, ago. Really? Like, would you would you rather like and they all they all kind of rooted it down. My friends just make shit up. They they ruin the game, but they rooted it down at like making money. But basically, I said like, yeah, you could be like rich, like yeah. rich, rich, or whatever. Let's say a hundred mil, yeah, and, and no one knows who you are. Or you could be like the most famous man on earth, and they're like, well, the most famous man on earth could make more than a hundred mil. I'm like, all right, maybe. Like, I don't know, I don't care, but like, do you get the point here, right? Right. And and uh, I don't know to be honest, like. There's an ego in me that I might want to be famous. Really? Like I like money and I really like nice things, man. I like shoes. I like cars. I like all that. Yeah. But yeah, I think the impact and I think I could stay true to myself and like do, I think you could do, I guess you could do really cool shit with a lot of money too, like charity and who knows what. I think both would be cool. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down for I, both, but I, I don't like, I don't want to, fame doesn't scare me. Like it right. sounds cool. It sounds cool. And, and I've met some people that are like real famous, like Stone Cold mm -hmm. Steve Austin. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the nicest guy in the world. Nicest, yeah. most normal dude from Texas. Like super cool, super nice. Um, Down to earth, dude. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just who he is. And so, like, I think, I think you can be, you could be a shitty person with just a lot of money and no fame too. You know, right. I'm sure there's a bunch of scoundrels and narcissists out there. They say what fifty percent of CEOs are narcissists too. So yeah, no, hundred percent. I think I think it's 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 like you you would like the. It's not so much about the admiration as it is to the connection with people who are also like you and also the benefit that you know you could help them with like yeah. and, and make their lives better. It's not necessarily, oh, look at me like I want that 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 but there superficial is some of that thing. Too. There's I, some of, of that too. Of course. Of course, that that power aspect of just like, yeah, fuck you money and then fuck yeah. your fame as well. Kind of. I mean, that's like, a, you know, just being as raw and impactful and vulnerable as we can here <laughs> all the keywords you could throw in the youtube video yeah. i uh i for sure liked sports because i wanted the ball in my hand to win the game right like i wanted to be the guy lifted in the air like mm. there's a part of that like i like and it's not 
I don't know how to describe it, but it, yeah, it's not because I think I'm the shit and I want the world to know I'm the shit, but it's like, I want to do something cool. Yeah. I want to impress people. You know, yeah. I don't want to walk through life and everybody go like, no, there's another human. Like I want to do something cool, but I, I want to earn it too. You know, I, I guess that's like, what it is. Do you think that's, that's your own, that might be your, is that your own, like, uh, um, uh, it's kind of like defeating the own imposter syndrome with inside you. Like you're, you're, you're just like, I, if I, if I do this, if I, if I know I'm super famous and I'm making a lot of money, I know that I'm doing some, I'm valuable. Yeah. 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 And, maybe. and in my own head, I'm doubting my own, my own, uh, self-worth and things like that. But these are proven metrics that I am valuable to people. Yeah. I think, I think multiple too, because yeah, people always root it down to parents. Obviously, if you guys are into psychology and how you're raised, my parents were, I think really good. Like I wouldn't change a thing about them. They didn't like over coddle me. They didn't under coddle me. It's not like they, you know, I took a poop and they said, Mike, you're the best kid in the world. Great job. <laughs> you know, like they didn't do that. Um, but there is always something about me. And I think it is just maybe being competitive. Maybe, maybe that's what it really is. I just do want to, yeah, I want to kind of prove myself. I, I want to earn it. I want to earn the respect. I want to, I don't want a hundred thousand subs on Instagram just cause I want, because they enjoy my content or I worked for it or I was more consistent or I better, entertainment that I want, I want something about that. Um, and it might be a little imposter stuff. Yeah. That, that, that definitely may play a role. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause that's what I hate on and talk shit on other people really like, man, you didn't do anything. Like you showed some skin and now, now here you are. Right. Right. But it, it and we can, we can, we can end on this. It's like also with, with, with that, with them showing skin or something, I, it's also, or, or if you're like, Oh, that dude just got that, that old dude just got that young chick because he has a lot of money. I'm also like more power to that guy. Like he, yes, he does have a lot of money, which he may or may not have earned, but it doesn't matter. Like he still got that chick based off of, it's like, who's to say, who's the judge of like when he should be able to earn quote unquote that hot of a chick. He might've worked really 30 years to become a millionaire. Yeah, Yeah. 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 I do agree. I think that to me. Um, and people can say money is shallow and it is, and, and business can be lucky. You could win the lottery or you could just, you know, kiss ass all your way to the top to make a lot of money. There's a million variables and all this. I think to me, I just, it's just Instagram, I guess has really jaded me because it is such a shallow platform yeah. and YouTube started out as such an organic platform and it's turned so shallow. People are using editing and lighting tricks and whatever to make themselves look good or sound good, sound charismatic or funny rather than 10 years ago when it was just like this, like you're in a mm-hmm. closet with your webcam. Like sure. I just enjoy that more, I think. And I think when you can get a, a more raw feel of the person, you can obviously make a better judgment of them. And so for this old guy example, I think, yeah, if that old dude busted ass for 30 years to to make a lot of money and now he has a Corvette and, and he gets along with the girl, yeah. you know, Right. Uh, and they get along and she's younger and hotter. Yeah, yeah. dude, party on. Uh, yeah. If it's just a little shallow girl trying to money dig. Yeah, I don't love that situation. That feels weird. But right. uh, yeah, which is Instagram and YouTube, I think is probably the biggest thing is just jaded me with the skin thing. Because you can say the same thing, right? Oh, that guy only got that because he got big biceps. Well, he worked really hard for those biceps. Yeah, and maybe yeah, yeah. he did. There is more of a genetic component, but he probably did put in some work in the gym. But is that is that what I want to applaud? Probably not. Again, right. like it's not that hard to go to the gym three times a week for five years mm-hmm. going. If you want to throw your fitness sprinkle <laughs> of education and there you, you go want to get jacked there. and strong, like go to the gym three times a, a, a week. Yeah. Train kind of hard. Yeah. And do it for five years without stopping. You'll be pretty strong. You'll right. Be pretty right. Strong. Eat a decent amount of protein, some veggies, and there you go. It's pretty damn. Yeah. Sleep a little bit. We should make an ebook. 
It's literally, it's, it, I, I, it's so sad how easy it is. People are like, bro, how do you squat this? Like squat four days a week yeah, do it yeah. for three years. You'll <laughs> yeah. be a really good squatter. Maybe not the world's best. That's going to come down to some genetics and who knows what, but you'll be a good squatter by that. And so I don't want to demean the guys that have good physiques. I'm, I'm a fan of bodybuilding. You know, I grew up with the Ronnie Coleman's, et cetera, et cetera. But sure. for you just to get, you know, 8 billion followers just because you have nice pecs just doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So take off your clothes, take some pictures and uh, hope for the best. That's what we're saying here. Yeah. Thank your mom and dad for the good <laughs> genetics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Well, Mike, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let you get going, but first, um, uh, well, first, thank you for, for coming on, dude. I really, uh, I really appreciate it. This has been fun. I've, I've, I've looked up to you for a while. I think you're a great dude. You're doing your thing. Uh, and I know that I could speak for a lot of people that we appreciate it, my man. Thank you, dude. It's been fun. Yeah. Anytime, dude. I had a good time. Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. So where can, where can people find you? Silent Mike, most spots, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, uh, and 50% uh, Facts Podcast on Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, with the, the one and only Jim McBee. Yeah. And I was on there, by the way, guys, yeah. talking about the game. Speaking of the documentaries, Game Changers. Yeah. There it is. Bunch of fakers out there. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of stupid. I still get questions about that. They, I feel like the documentary, like our time, right? Like content just comes and goes. Like that's yeah. the era we live in. People still say like, Mike, you thought about vegan. I saw this documentary. <laughs> like, mm. All right, dude. Yeah. Where have you been? He's yeah, yeah. yeah. You haven't gotten an answer yet? Yeah. <laughs> like two years. They're going to be like, so you heard about that coronavirus thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What yeah. are your thoughts? Well, I don't know, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Well, cool. I'll, uh, I'll make sure to link all of those in the description. And uh, yeah, man, we'll have to do this again sometime soon. Sweet. Anytime, dude. I'm just here sitting at my desk. <laughs> awesome, dude. Dude, we'll talk soon. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness Podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.